What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. right folks only four things existed at the beginning of time earth wind fire and booking by tunny that's right welcome back to pot is war pot is war is brought to you by the good folks at chair shot radio network in association with the good folks at the chairshot.com who encourage you to always use your head tell them amber the chairshot.com always use your head Christopher Platt is out on assignment today. I think he's rounding up turkeys to make sausage out of, but I'm not quite sure. Taking his place today is none other than, I like to call him Ray Dallas because he makes cash. It's Ray Cash. For my friends across the pond, you may call me Ray Quid. Ray Quid. And from his friends under the or sea, you may call him Ray Squid. That's right. We just went earth, land, and yes. sea. Just much like earth, wind, fire, and booking by Tony. Uh, something does always remain the same, though. Andrew Snowflake Balls Balaz is here today. Mr. Buttjug, how the hell are you? I mean, it's it's always some A Balaz, isn't it? Because last week I think there was a, a different one. Because uh, didn't you get darker and I got younger last week? I, isn't that how that went? Apparently, job well done mm-hmm. by Ray Cash here to collect his flowers from the two men that he he uh, he he filled in for so well. And thanks to Bob, brother of balls. I'll I'll get to him on Friday when we record DWI. Make sure you listen to that on Saturday. Uh, What's going on, gentlemen? The the summer is over. We're recording on the first day of September. Shout out to Earth, Wind & Fire, one of the great, great bands of all time. Andrew, you got a little bit of inclement weather. If we lose you, what's the status here? Do you think you'll be heading back to Kansas to see Auntie M? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, I didn't collect Toto. I know I'm not in Kansas anymore at the moment, but eh, there might be a Scarecrow or a Tin Man I could hook up with at some point. Yellow Brick Roads in my area would be really weird, though. But yeah, so uh, we got the wind in New Jersey because we got the remnants of, 
Irene, I think it was the hurricane that just hit kind of Louisiana era. And uh, yeah, so there's tornado watches and rain and lightning. So uh, wind, water, and thunder, not quite the same as earth, fire, and er, you know, earth, wind, and fire, but uh, close. Let me do my best, Al Roker. And now over to Ray for the weather in his neck of the woods. Well, I, I mean, it's, it rained earlier, but it's sunny. It's beautiful outside right now. Oh. I was going to say, I've been to Newark, and there are some streets that are yellow, but it's because it's piss. Yeah, that, that's different reasons. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Welcome to New Jersey. And I'm glad you made the differentiation between Newark and Newark, because they're two different cities in two different states. Are they really? Newark is Delaware, and Newark is New Jersey. Newark is Delaware, Newark is New Jersey. We just learned something today. Newark and Newark? Yeah, there you go. Like, Noah must have named one because it was his Newark, and we're just Newark. Shout out to Noah. Christopher Columbus gets way over to America, apparently. And the wrestling company, too, because you know I have an affinity for Noah, but that's a different Noah. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's also we fucking pork roll, we just have... so we're clear. Okay. okay. Now, now we're... Yeah, there it is. That's the pot is war, I remember. All right. Yeah, you guys rock. That's five minutes. We're taking a break. We'll be right back with some interesting, wonderful, lovely topics, and we're going to yell at each other about them. You're listening to Pot is War right here on the Chair Shot Radio Network. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Gentlemen, NWA had a big weekend. Empower and 73. First, let's let's start with the Empower pay-per-view because I think this is an important pay-per-view that one of the most important pay-per-views that has taken place in some time outside of the WWE within the wrestling, you know, atmosphere. Andrew, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. I heard it was a really good show. You know, tell me the significance and, and why it was such a good show this weekend. Honestly, it was a good show because the wrestling was higher than I expected it to be. Because I go, I go in with tempered expectations for a lot of stuff, especially when they're trying to sell so hard on it. Not to undersell women's wrestling, but they were really hitting that as the gimmick that WWE said it couldn't make money, and they were they were referring to it as more of an it and putting the emphasis on women's wrestling instead of just good wrestling and good sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it, and. I tempered my expectations for it. The opening match, which even though I love Kylie Ray and I know ton of you and I have been on the same page about enjoying her work, I think it was a clash of styles because Chic Tormenta is triple A and Diamante's hit or miss, who's currently in AEW, used to be an impact for a little bit. But yeah, that was that was a clash of styles that didn't work itself out. The the free babes actually were a fairly impressive tag team, which is Jimmy Wang Yang's sister, Bam Bam Gordy's daughter. And uh, Amazing Maria's daughter from uh, from Beautiful Ladies of Wrestling, you know, Wow, w- Women of Wrestling, all that kind of era of things. They were really good. Um, everything everything was like surprisingly awesome. I, I have to I ask was, a question. I have to, start... to I have to stop you here, and we might get off track early, but that's fine. Did you say the promotion was called Beautiful Ladies of Wrestling? 
the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I knew what I meant to say. I was. You Ooh, know what really if threw you me off? Change that with a. You change that G. With yeah, a, I would just wanted to know if you if you. Yeah, I think they significantly well, went you, with you, one over the other for a reason. Well, you <laughs> never know because that first match definitely did blow. So hey, but uh, and Velvet Sky, speaking of things that blow, was on a commentary and she was awful. And she used to be part of the beautiful people. So that's probably where the beautiful got stuck in my head. Because oh. as nice as she is to look at, she shouldn't talk ever. She, Her attempting to do color was like me attempting to speak French underwater. Oh. It's, it's not a... I will <laughs> weave you this basket underneath the water. <laughs> it's a croissant basket. That's about as good as I can get. I can do the accent, but don't ask for a word. No more. Anyway. No more no, can the female smell Pepe Le Pew <laughs> under the water. No, no, no. This is French. This right here is French. Italian is is more up here. It's more you have to just put emphasis on a weird point of pie. Like you know, my my cousin Vinny. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking you know chop a horse head out, put it in a bed for you. You know, it's gonna be a good time. I didn't I didn't say mafia Italian, bruh. <laughs> That's every Italian. Okay, we're not is talking it? cartoon Italian. You don't want This isn't Family Guy. <laughs> You don't need this Giuseppe down at the bakery to get mad at you just because you have a mustache. <laughs> it's a me, a balsa. There we go. But yeah, so Melina actually performed really well against Diana Perazzo. Camille actually had a really good match against Layla Hirsch. Like they did the David and Goliath thing really well. The the Invitational Battle Royal. It was a little weird. It was a little clunky to start with, but they brought back some solid names. They had a hometown hero come in late, and she made a good push, and the locals there at the show enjoyed it. And they brought back Debbie Malenko out of, like, literally, like, the annals of history, Ooh. which I didn't even know she was trying to make a comeback. The like, woman I of haven't a thousand... heard her since the 90s. Yeah, I remember so, her. She's the woman of a thousand nice. holds, right? <clears throat> I'll give it to you. No? I just... Just, I'll give it to you. Ho, ho, anyway. ho, we drinking a wine and cheese and left all night. Jesus Christ. But no, so it was good wrestling, solid enough. And then the uh, the awesome Kong, Taryn Terrell, Gail Kim thing. That was nice for anybody that followed old DNA Impact. So and it awesome, was a nice bit of nostalgia. Did Awesome Kong announce her retirement then or the next night? It It's hard to interpret. Because when she came in, she saved Gail, spoke a little bit, and then said, I'm done. I was glad I got off the couch, if you know, to help you of all people kind of thing. And they hugged and everything. So I don't know if she meant done as in retired or done as in she had nothing left to say. So it was left up to interpretation for what I'm kind of going for. Because it's wrestling. No one's ever retired. And it's not like she actually said the words, I'm hanging up my boots. Well, that's been the rhetoric from all of the reports in conversations after the show is that she retired and if we're honest she didn't have a taste of the hollywood life now i wouldn't wrestle either okay i'm not gonna argue that here i got your because... argument I, can i play your i got a retort for you i have to announce to you that i will never retire it seems like more so than any other athletic endeavor that's involved for a longer period of time that wrestlers have the hardest time giving up their craft over almost any other profession that involves mm-hmm. such <clears throat> physical consistency and athleticism. Yeah, plus she still looks great. She got the biggest pop out of everybody. 
So her presence and just like ragdolling a couple people and forcing Taryn Terrell out and talking with Gail Kim would just like cause such a huge pop compared to everybody else that I, I don't see her being done done. And and I, to, to that point, Tony, I've heard wrestlers speak about this ad nauseum that there's no drug like coming out to a crowd and having mm-hmm. them react to you the way they do. And I know all the other sports have massive arenas or stadiums or whatnot, but it's something about that that particular feeling that people can't seem to find elsewhere. And this is from people who have played in the NFL or have played in, in major sports or have done major things have said the same thing that it's not something it's not it's nothing comparable to coming out into to a wrestling ring in front of an arena fans mm-hmm. uh, but I, I have a question for you andrew because i know sure. we want to talk a little about uh, in, uh about nw nwa 73 because you played the never retire drop flair had a major moment there but i got a question for you i had never heard of this chick before you mentioned the, the the tag team with Amazing Maria's daughter and all them. Mm-hmm. Amazing Maria's daughter has a gimmick. Oh, Hollywood, yeah. That is quite interesting. And as I'm aware, you both of you know there is a subset of Twitter called Black Twitter. Um, no. that's quite popular. Yeah, just yeah, oh, I'll, 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 I like to inform them. Is that I like to inform? Them. What is that now? Is that for people whose favorite color is black? I'm sure there's one like that, but that's not is the black like that I'm Is it like the dark thinking. web or no? I mean, it's dark. <laughs> it's on the web. <laughs> okay. It's not quite okay. dark. Okay, I got you. Uh, but no, yeah, she got the, the and that's T-H-E-E, like Ashanti Villalonis. The fuck up. Because I think black people kind of sick of the bullshit. Like, I'm all for stereotypes in wrestling. That's what it was built on. Built on. If you do them... Uh, respectfully or with the purpose, I can understand it. But I don't know, man. You watch her. I've never seen her before. This is my first time hearing about her. And doing just a quick deep, a quick deep dive into her. I know that's oxymoron. She looks offensive as hell. Okay. Well, to be fair, I didn't do that much of a dive into her background because her role in the match was she was the third, she was the manager and she kind of just came out in her little, what feather boa or whatever, and threw it to like interfere. And she kind of was just doing cute, annoying manager on the outside and Gordy's daughter and Jimmy Wang Yang's daughter did the work. So so you've never seen her outside of that. Not really. Like I was vaguely oh, okay. aware of her, but I didn't actually dive in because she didn't even wrestle. So I didn't want to kind of, go over gotcha. the top and gotcha. if she has been on and then and any nwa kind of product i you think i'm paying for fight to watch nwa power look i'm with you <laughs> I, I i know that it's one thing to play a gimmick on tv but the the thing that's offensive that a lot of people took offensive a lot of black folk took offensive is that she swears that she's not playing a gimmick that's who i am and you know how that can play with the white person being or urban, which is possible. I mean, I cite you, PC Tunney. We, we also grew up in the late 90s, what did I and do? early 2000s. What right? did I there do? was a term for that type of person. Which and I'm not gonna. Is, it's not gonna be said. On I know. Can I, I said there was yeah. a term. Can I tell you what? Like, can I tell you a story about one of the you know most like <laughs> one of the most black dominant courts I went to go play at 
okay, growing up and playing basketball and traveling all over the city to go play, right? So there was predominantly almost all black males at one gym, and there was a couple Latinos, and then there was a few white guys, right? So I, I hope people understand that I'm not being offensive. I'm just trying to describe the people that were there. So I was always hanging out with whoever was there. I didn't really care. And one day the conversation came up and I'm surrounded by like four or five friends of mine that are black. I think there was one, my one Latino buddy who I rode down there with and we're sitting there and they're talking about how more than any other culture, white people kind of associate with the culture they're surrounded by, especially mm -hmm. verbally and things of that nature. And then they stopped and these were all pretty good friends of mine that I had played ball with throughout the summer and over a few years. And they looked at me and it, with my shoot name, I'm not going to use it. They said, but this guy, you just get whiter. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. That's amazing though. Fantastic stuff, man. That's definitely not Hollywood. Actually, it probably is Hollywood in real life. Because people, and I hate when people do shit like this, but they went in like deep down in Amaze Maria's Instagram and saw that she was going to fucking yacht club meetings and shit. As, like, you're not hood. So, like, if you're going to play the gimmick, at least admit it's a gimmick. But to play like this is really, this is really who I am, yo. Like, it's, this isn't, what's the movie with Jamie Kennedy? Malibu's Most Wanted? Like, let's do better. So, I, I mean, that's you the just only compared thing her to Jamie Kennedy. Come on. I don't know who that's a bigger insult to right now. <laughs> oh, I'm, well, that's just fair. But I'm, I am, I am 100%. If I had Jamie Kennedy's was, money, I'd burn mine. I'll tell you that. That's real. And for the record, anybody listening, there's no doubt I'm throwing a thousand percent shade at Hollywood. Yes, miss me with her. So I didn't know about her until until just recently this this week. So when you mentioned her, it made me think of it to ask you. I don't want that to overshadow the rest of the card because I heard it was a great card. Question for both of y'all, actually, because, and I don't mean to disrespect NWA, but I'm gonna disrespect NWA. I understand that the history of that the pro, that they that they have, and I appreciate what Billy Corbin is trying to do, and I really appreciate what Mickey James tried to do here. But do you think there's any way possible they could have proven the point they tried to make when WWE ran a full stadium, not a stadium, but a, a full arena that sold out and was on TV? And said it wouldn't make any money. And they had maybe 200 people there. I'm sorry. 100 people there, maybe. And if they get 50,000 buys, I'd be shocked. Like, I don't feel like the point could be made. Even though the point should be. But I think that was a terrible choice to lead the charge for the point. You make a good point. And that's also why I tempered my expectations. Because I figured... It the idea was bigger than what was going to be executed. But it was a good show. And they ran a small building for historical reasons. Apparently, it's the first time there was an NWA show in there since, like, 1983. So, like, they, they tied it back to the history of NWA completely, and they even brought back Mildred Burke's original belt. So they, wow. were, they were making a historical effort. So I feel like... This is going to be one of those, when you look back in a couple of years, it's going to be one of those, it's the principle of it, not so much if you made money or what the gate was or how much it drew. It's like the first women's rumble. Correct. So it's like this This could possibly start something. Who knows? I, but we'll, we'll find out in five to ten years, I guess. 
I would say what's the difference in the amount of people that were there? Um, and maybe it was best to scale down and have what it was about take the forefront, considering AEW in the second time Punk ever showed up on their television live couldn't sell out a 10,000-seat arena. So, you know, that just kind of tells you. 400,000 viewers. I mean, yo, it, I, I'm t- <laughs> I've, been, I've been on like top that. of that. I've been on they top of that. They went back to 700 after like I'm 1.1 just, or something, but I know what you mean. I'm just saying. Okay, let's let's keep the train moving, though. we got to keep moving here, all right? got four more topics, and we've only gotten to halfway of this one. Andrew, 73 happened. We have a brand-new NWA's world champion and a brand-new first-time NWA world champion, and I think it's someone that deserves it. I mean, there's no doubt that he deserves it in a way because he's busted his ass. He's got that old school NWA blue collar kind of look and he's not a bad wrestler. But if you're trying to put NWA on the map and if you're trying to get a foothold somewhere in the industry, why do you put the belt on Trevor Murdoch? Because maybe someone's coming in that all this didn't want to do the job to or maybe they didn't want him to do the job to right away and wanted to bring it back around. How about that? But then, why is Murdoch the guy that you let him that you let him take the fall to? That, For the feel like, good story, I guess winning it maybe that's man, okay. Cool. I got no diss Trevor Murdoch. Like Trevor Murdoch is a very deserving person, but you, it feels like to me you just shit on everything that God has did for the past four years. I'll go even further than that. You shit on everything Tim Storm did for the year and a half that he was running with the ten pounds of gold thing. Shout and... out to Tim Storm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's it's a step back because there's nothing you can't make money off that look necessarily because if anybody that cares about the NWA are the people that listen to the Jim Cornette podcast and they still remember 70s and 80s wrestlings anyway. So, sure, he looks like, you know, Dirty Dick Murdoch and and Dusty Rhodes and that old school kind of look. But like, is that going to bring in a new viewer? Was this was this could it possibly have been kind of a respect and love and kind of a rest in peace to Josephus because weren't Trevor and Josephus like really close could that have been why that's that this happened my understanding is it was probably more of a homage to Harley because Trevor Murdoch trained at Harley school and apparently he came in in one of like a Harley inspired kind of ring jacket so they were in St. Louis yeah so I, I think it was more of the Harley homage and the Josephus one but I, I don't know. It, there's a lot of question marks, and that wasn't even att- intended to be a Josephus kind of reference. It's just I don't understand where you go from Trevor so, Murdoch aside from whoever takes it off of him. You know what I mean? So not, now your two top singles champions in that brand or the company, whatever you call them, are Trevor Murdoch and Bitch Ass Tyrus. What are we doing? <laughs> well, he, they're two. Who the hell is the national champion currently? That's, that's, that's the one that Tyrus got, isn't it? I thought Tyrus was the one that had the TV belt. He does that because he beat, he beat Pope for it. You're right. It was a TV belt. I don't know There's... who the national champion is. Camille's, Camille's the only one that looks like a legit person. If they build a brand around her, maybe we got something. Oh, yeah. And she actually finally figured it out, too, because she actually sold during the Layla Hirsch match. And she's she's actually finally starting to come around. Ah, Chris Adonis is the national champion yes. at the moment. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not a bad choice. So in your no, mind, you guys, you guys would flip them. You'd flip Murdoch and Adonis with the belts, wouldn't you? Yes. Sense to me. Is Adonis playing face or heel right now? Heel, because he's with uh, Aldis. He's he's part of oh. uh, whatever the hell they're called. 
Well, okay. There you go. But yeah, it, it just just from a from a from a look in this is really I, I hate to have this conversation because look shouldn't matter as much as we make it matter. But, but it when you're it does. <laughs> and the difference is if you're if you're running on all cylinders and you're making a lot of money, you can make these decisions. They're not. They're trying to, like you said, grab a foothold and get relevant again in the wrestle sphere and mm-hmm. just just ain't the way to do it. I mean, if you look at some of the big champions at the moment, you've got what? Fatu is still the MLW champ, right? And he, yep. there's a chance he's going up against Hammerstone. So either one of those two, monster guys, awesome to yep. put a belt on. Right Impact's look. got Christian Cage. That's a veteran. Yep. Everybody loves him, so that's fine. Yep. AEW's got and, Kenny Omega. People love and by him. The, and by the way, Christian's probably going to lose to Moose, which is the other guy who... You gotta great. hope. You gotta hope. Moose needs a fucking belt. A real one, not just one that they eventually just hand him and give it to him for like 10 seconds and they take exactly. it off of him. And then... Uh, Shingo. Shingo. Yeah, Sh- Shingo. Or Will, because Will's playing that fun little game of he's the real world champ because he never lost it. But either way, they both look the part. Bobby and Roman. Mm-hmm. And, and then, even Joe. Then you got Trevor Murdoch. One, One of these, of these things, things are not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. You too. One of these things is not like the others. One of these things doesn't belong. Can you tell which thing is not like the other by the time I finish this song? TheChairShot.com Always use your head. Ray's official nickname for the evening is Ray. I talk over sound dollars cash today. He's like, that's what I do. Leave me alone. Don't yell at me like you yell at Platt. I ain't here for that. Please don't. I Look, don't make me grab the pillow again. Oh, what a night. Ow. I'll, I'll, See, I'll out of context, that. that's an interesting statement right there. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, let's get into All Out happening, what is it, this weekend, correct? Sunday, yeah, Sunday night. Sunday. Why Labor Day weekend? I don't get it. Because you it, could sleep in on Monday. It's, I, I think it's, I, that's the one of the one of the business decisions I am firmly behind having their two biggest shows based on four three-day weekends. So genius, because everybody's at home. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's, I, it's yeah, why we've been complaining I mean, about WWE to oh. move to Saturday. Mm. Yes, and they did it, and look what happened. It was it was such a great um, booking, notwithstanding, because I know people got... <laughs> it that. made NXT look bad. It ruined it. Now it's changed its <laughs> logo. It buries its head. Everybody ran away. People are getting fired. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That I get the, got away from me real fast. I get the sad, <laughs> I get the Saturday thing and having the next day to sleep in, but I, I still don't get the holiday weekend. Nonetheless, let me run down the card for you. Twenty one woman casino battle royale uh for for a match for the AEW women's championship. Uh, John Moxley taking on Satoshi Kojima. Pac versus Andrade. Paul White uh, against QT Marshall. That's Ignore that, that shit. Ignore solid, that shit. No solid. Thanks. They don't even care about that. Solid booking. Chris Jericho and MJF, Miro and Eddie. I look like I just walked in out of the bar. Kingston, uh, the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros. Doctor Britt taking on Chris Statlander. Kenny Omega. I am the champ and not the main event tonight versus Christian Cage. And CM Punk taking on Darby Allen with the Stinger. Gentlemen, what excites you? What makes your nipples hard enough to cut glass 
when you talk about this all-out pay-per-view. Ray, you better start this off. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Um, First off, let me say that that I think the story has been kind of, it's not dwindling, but it's so much is going on on that brand right now that it's not getting the love it deserves. But what the prospect of what Andrade and Pac can do in a ring is so fun to think of. And I, so I'm excited about what they can do there. Um, I'm excited. I, I know you described him as Eddie just walked out, walked in from a bar, Kingston, which he probably did. But Miro versus Eddie Kingston is big, meaty men slapping me. I'm here for it. Um, and I got to tell you, you know what? I don't, I don't like that they use kind of the tertiary, I don't even mean secondary, the tertiary New Japan guys. But seeing a New Japan guy face Moxley is kind of fun. I'm not a Kojima guy. But uh, eh. I know they wanted to be Tanahashi and Tanahashi too good to come over like that. But, eh. I uh, mean, Kojima's oh, got a better resume than Tanahashi. Let's, let's be he, fair there. He does. But as a guy who, who enjoys New Japan very much but has no bearing or care for the history of it, Kojima's just a guy that eats bread. I could give a fuck about the guy. Red Club dead. Come on. Cozy Larry. I know. I, not, I acknowledge how amazing he is. <laughs> I know, I know. But, I know. you know, the time I've been watching, he ain't been nothing but a New Japan dad. Mm-hmm. And I got to I gotta be honest with you. While I could care less about, I will never be personally invested in the guy. Everybody's got to be interested to see what Punk still has in the tank. <laughs> no. At the very least, even if it's car crash interested, some, you got to be at least interested to see does the, can the guy still do this effectively? So, I'm interested. Yeah, he can. We already know that. Like uh, he's been training in it's MMA. Since, he's been training in MMA since he left. So it's not like he didn't do anything. Like he's like, I mean, if he can get beat up in a real fight, he can play fight long enough to make it look okay. Come on. You're <laughs> right. But what I mean is, when he left. A majority of the people thought he was what his nickname was, the best in the world. Uh, is he is he going to stain his legacy like a lot of us thought that people like Taker and other older people, Sean, when he came back for the one match in the Jam in the Sand Five or whatever it is that Platt says? Like, could this be one of those where, while they're happy he's there, the because he's infinitely more important to that company talking than he is wrestling, but he got to mm-hmm. wrestle. So if the wrestling ain't as good as it was before, I'd venture to think someone would say, what the fuck is the point? See, the the big question you have to take from what you just asked is who's going to call it out? Who's not going to forgive it? Who's not going to say, oh, it's his first match? Yeah, but then if you call it out and all of the AEW stands don't want to see it, then you're a hater. Then, oh, well, you know, <laughs> then, good. you know. I know. I'm just. It's nothing you haven't been. It's nothing all of us here haven't been for some different but reason. You're just spitting truth. That's absolutely. It, it's right. just. It's just going to get buried under haters. Going to hate. Nobody's going to want to see it. And you know. And let's be honest. The people that thought CM Punk is the best in the world now think Kenny Omega is the best in the world. So, that's a uh, an interesting group of marmosets right there. Just to put it Hated. nicely. Hated. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I. While there could have been interest in the Kenny Omega Christian Cage match, you blew your load, bro. Like I don't oh, care yeah. no more. Kenny's gonna win, duh. Kenny's not so, losing both belts to Christian Cage. And I could care. And I, I'm, I'm, I know people like her. I don't give a fuck about Chris Statlander, so I'm out on that. 
Mm. So, like, the only title match I care about on the show is Miro and Eddie Kingston, which got put together, like, last week. Oh, you so, don't want to watch the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks for the 57th time? Even if I like Flippy Dude. <laughs> the fact that you didn't care enough to make this match once again until last week. Mm-hmm. I, you know, with a shit. You give me, if you'd have held off and gave me Kenny versus, it should have been Kenny versus Hangman. We know that. But if you would have gave me Kenny versus Christian, you would have gave me Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express for the first time, it mm-hmm. all out, maybe you got me. But you ruined that. The the only person I'm marginally interested to see how they do is Jamie Hayter. Because I was so happy that she got a big stage, came back to be Brit's muscle, basically. And, and she looks she, great. She looks fantastic. Like, I loved her old look because she was the, the right amount of, you know, thick and not big. And just, just everything was really nice. But now she's, like, cut and trim and just muscular and scary and nice. All the, like, Rhea Ripley level of just delicious. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. a great point because the buy-in is probably going to be the most interesting match on the card because with all of the releases and things that have happened over the past year, there's so many new women that they need to bring in, that they could bring in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Joker is always supposed to be somebody important. The last time they had one of these for the women, it was Mercedes, and she, they didn't sign her. I know she can't come back now because it's not past her. I am think her date has passed, but I'm interested to see who they bring in. Ruby you know. You think Ruby Riot or Ruby Soho, whatever she's going as? Yeah, she might. She probably win. Should be. I don't know. You know what I'd like to see, which would actually make the AEW kind of crossover make more sense. Have it be Deanna Perazzo. That would be. She shot her shot against Mickey James at seventy three to challenge her for most likely Bound for Glory, but she's beaten everybody in the company, so she should just go hunting right now. She's got the Reina De Reyes title. She's got Impact's title. She should be the belt collector, and she should take AEWs. And we talk about this forbidden door, but ain't not man, woman walk through it except for Layla Hirsch and Camille, and ah. Mm-hmm. But we know Impact got women. That'd yeah. be a perfect thing for them to do. I'm here for it, mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't like Diana Perazzo. She does nothing for me, but I'm here. Oh, for I it. love Diana. I don't even mean aesthetically because she just she's so Jersey. I can smell it from the screen, but oh. like oh. she's. She's like I a female butt chug salt water of, all the time. Like, without the MMA pedigree, even though she's trying to get the MMA pedigree, like, she's technically proficient. She can strike. She actually makes it look decent. She sells pretty damn well. It's just she has to be put up against somebody who's actually a threat. And then she transitions. Okay, she might not be as fluid as Saber because she's not, you know, the noodle man. But, yeah. like, she still looks really good given her figure and, you know, who she's working with. She gets to her Fujiwara really interestingly. I give you that. I'll mm-hmm. I'll tell you this for for you because you're my boy. I'll go back and watch some Diana matches, but I, I haven't been impressed. Really? But I'll go back okay. and watch. Yeah, yeah. But maybe that's because she still got the stink of NXT on her for me. Oh, it could be because NXT ruined her for a little bit. It did. Like, I completely agree with that. Like, honestly, if you haven't seen it, the Melina Diana match, you might like that because Melina sells a lot and it kind of works into the story they play. Okay. So start with that recent one because I thought that was a really good match. Okay. I'll get back to you then. I'll watch that and let you know. Are you guys all out of thoughts on All Out or do you have one last one? I mean, I barely had any to begin with, let's be honest. I'll (laughs) tell you that. I can tell you this. It'll by far be their biggest um, buy rate and it'll by far be their worst pay per view. (laughs) I don't know. Fighter Fest from last year was pretty terrible. 
It wasn't a pay-per-view. That's what I mean. I'm talking about the ones that you actually got to pay the 50 bucks for. Hmm. I'll have to go back, but you might make, you might have a point there. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break before we do head on over to pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt, get it in soft style, do your epidermis that favor. You only get one epidermis. Do it soft style. That's pro wrestling forward slash. You only get, yeah, one skin. It suit. can grow back. Yeah, it's, but it's, you only get it's, one. It's a tissue. You only get one. So it's though. an organ. It's the whole, you only so get if, one if organ you get though. An if you lost your epidermis, if you lost, shirts do you need? if you lost your entire epidermis, you wouldn't get it back. Uh, if you're Deadpool. There we go. <sighs> we'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Andrew, we're finally going to have Wrestle Glands... Wrestle... Okay. Wrestle gland slam? All right. So this is like beautiful ladies of wrestling. So we're blowing glands and slamming. <laughs> this is a great podcast. I love this. <laughs> oh, man. I think that's – that could be the title. B period L period O period W period gland slam. <laughs> Blow gland slam. It's happening. This is Pot is War. That's that's how we do it. Uh, no. Uh, wrestle gr- grand. Uh, wrestle grand slam. That's not easy. That's not easy. Wrestle grand. <laughs> wrestle grand slam. You Finally. Put wrestle in front of grand slam. You played baseball for how fucking long? How hard is it? Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll let me try that. Wrestle grand slam. There we go. Wow. It's a little. You're magic, man. He he said amalgamation perfectly mm-hmm. earlier. But Wrestle Grand Slam is the one that trips him up. <laughs> and what was the guy named the Star Little guy? Perfectly. Oh, the Wrestle Grand Slam. DJ Ongalele. Perfect. <laughs> Wrestle DJ, Grand Slam is the one that, that trips him up. DJ's last name is just an amalgamation of what's been happening with me learning to pronounce. And you just names. said amalgamation again. Yeah. The amalgamation of the. Well, let's get back to which... Wrestle Grand. Uh, Wrestle Grand Slam. <laughs> <laughs> Just say the New Japan show. So NJPW's got a show coming up, Andrew. Hey, there we go. Look at that. <laughs> What's the card? Someone tell me the card. I don't know the card. It's subject to change, you know. Well, that's true because them boys out there been getting I don't even, COVID. Listen, like crazy. Listen, I don't even want to tell you because it's subject to change. You just show up. Can you give me one match to think of? Can you tell me a wrestler on the fourth? Yeah, Tokyo three K is taking no. Yeah, okay. Tokyo three K. Well, they need some kind of three because RPG three K broke up. No, Bob Sapp's coming mm -hmm. back. Oh, Oh, look, I'm I'm here for it. Big meaty man slapping me. But anyway, anyway, so Stardom's gonna get an exhibition match on both nights of the shows. So the fourth and the fifth, they're because they're at the Tokyo Dome. I guess anytime they're doing a Tokyo Dome, they're going to give Stardom the probably dark match opener that's not going to be televised has, anywhere. Has Stardom done any work with Blow? <clears throat> no, no, they're it's, it's a different culture. They're very reserved. 
Okay, we're oh, going to leave that. God. That's your one free one. Oh, I know. I was waiting to see where you were going with that. That's all. But, um, so, I don't know. The, the first night, let's just say, the the main event is Tanahashi versus Ibushi for the U.S. title match. I don't really think anybody else cares about the rest of the show. <laughs> it's a bunch of tag team matches? No. It's just, it's Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask versus Bushi and Hiromo. Show versus Yo. Chase Owens Show versus, versus Yo is Yana. an interesting match. Is it, though? They got beef. Who cares? So does Show and QT. Toriano for the King of Pro Wrestling trophy. Who cares? Uh, Okada versus Jeff Cobb the... for like the third time in two months. Who cares? Isn't Robert Eagle still the junior champion, junior heavyweight he, title? Yep. Yes. So my assumption is one of them is probably going to get pinned, and then the uh, whoever does That's the pinning true. is going to yeah. get the number one contender. Because I think Hiromu said he wanted it, but I don't know if they gave it to him because it's New Japan. They don't always give people what they want. Make Hiromu a heavyweight, please. I don't okay. know. Like, he breaks his neck and he gets hurt a lot. Do you really want him in a heavyweight division? I do, because clearly you're not going to have him very long. <laughs> That's a fair point. All right, you win. I, I can't argue with that one, just because he's, he's going to take the Will Ospreay level of things and just get hurt and might as well just bulk up and get what you can make out of him. Make the money. Make the money while you got it. And, and make him a very rich man so that when he turns 45 and he's walking like Mick Foley, at least he got the money. And I'm not trying to say anything negative. I love the kid. But, like, he's not going to slow it down. Have True. you seen Have you seen Tetsuya Naito walk lately? Have you seen how that man walks? I've walk? seen him gimp. I've seen him gimp. Yes. yes. I don't want Tomorrow to be that way. And them knees are always taped up. Speaking of Naito, on night two, he's in a triple threat tag team match for the, the IWGP heavyweight tags. It's Tekkers. Tekkers. Okay. Sonata Naito versus Goto and Yoshihashi. Okay, that's random, but all right. It's I mean, gonna be overbooked. Hey, I can can I can I give Chaos credit? They are trying so hard to stay together as a unit. They're Hats trying off. so hard to make Yoshihashi relevant, and it's well, not gonna yeah. happen. Hey, you could thank the pandemic for that because he shows up every day. It's only because he lives close. But yeah, literally, quite literally. He, he can just make it to the building and say, we're going to give you a title finally. <laughs> that's literally how it works. Do I get to do Keanu? Into the side of the ring do, I get to do, my, uh, do I get to do my Keanu Reeves for a second show in a row today? What? I'm amazed at your ability to show up. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, Why'd you clutch your pearls when you had to do Keanu? Oh no! I was just. He gets I, whiter, no, I was. That's I was just adjusting. Right. right. Just adjusting my shirt. That's all. I just. He, oh, he, oh, he my! I'm amazed at your ability to just to show up, my darling. Thank you, and, Scarlett. You know, here, here's another reason why I've kind of fallen out of affection for New Japan. Do you know what they're calling Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasmo currently as a tag team? I don't. What are they calling them? Bullet Club's cutest tag team. Oh, who, who booked that? Can we bring in Billy and Chuck? Who, who did that? Can we bring in Billy and Chuck for a one-off? I'd rather bring in Billy and Chuck. <laughs> or cute Kip. We can even go to Billy Gunn's fucking, you know, DNA when he's part Ooh. of the beautiful people. But that don't sound like Gato. Kevin Kelly came up with that bullshit, huh? That, that's not Gato. They're running with it. That sounds like El Fantasmo, because remember, Taiji's first gimmick, he was a sailor boy, which was a boy band gimmick. 
and L- and ELP is kind of out there An when idiot. it comes to the shit he comes up with. Yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. fair enough. Yeah, I like I don't put All it right. past them, but that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Shingo and uh, Evil are the main event. So, oh God, why did you make it worse? I know because Evil's involved. Make Unless Evil actually remembers how to wrestle, that's gonna be shit. And Shingo can turn most things that are shit into Shinola, but it's Evil. Evil's been a fucking joke since he's become Bullet Club. I I have no qualms with Evil being a singles guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why Dick Togo. But he is not a main event guy. He should be at that IC. Well, that's dead. He should be at that US title level or that never title level. Evil but I understand. Be, evil could be a main eventer if Shingo wasn't so good. Everything well, that Evil does, Shingo does better. But that's everybody at the top of the card in New Japan. I mean, Evil and Shingo are power guys, but Shingo brings more intensity. He's crisper. They were trained both by Animal Hamaguchi, so they have very similar motions and ways of starting comebacks and all that other stuff. Evil just lacks so much comparatively. I know you're being literal. What I mean is, everybody's better than him. And the top of the card. Jeff Cobb? I wouldn't put Jeff Cobb as as a main event. I mean, they've got him with Okada the last couple of shows. Yeah, They're but Okada also down. Okada also has had some. Okada also had a run with uh, with the with um, Yujiro Takahashi. Okay. Is that we're going with? Yeah. So mm-hmm. like that don't mean nothing to me. Like Yujiro Takahashi is low key the best wrestler. No, I can't even say that. In twenty four, in twenty twelve, maybe <laughs> when him and with yeah, him when still no limit. Yes. No, I get what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. But not yeah, not now. Yeah, he he no. yeah, he he worried about getting his money on time. He wants his yen on time. Okay. So this show is probably gonna get stolen by Eagles versus Takahashi for the junior belt. That should be a fun match though. Because Robbie Eagles is good in the ring. He is good. Yeah, and Taka and Hiromu's great, don't get me wrong, but yeah, they're both honestly they're both one match cards. Because Tanahashi and Ibushi, that's really the only thing that really carries weight, right? Like, and I guess you can yeah. kind of care about Okada and Cobb. If Cobb gets a win, that'll probably just extend things into the G1 or something stupid. And then Takahashi and Eagles, because Shingo Evil is probably going to suck. I, I know this isn't a TV company, so you can't look at it the same as you look at every other major company. I mean, they are a but, TV company in a way, because they're owned by TV Asahi. Well, quite literally are, but I mean, they don't book... <laughs> <laughs> that way. <laughs> That's a great point. But I guess to kind of get our way out of here and move on to the rest of these topics, every time I think of a New Japan major card, all I think of is, well, what are they leading to? And I know we're at that time of the year where we're five, four months away from Wrestle Kingdom. What are we leading to here? Are we leading to Shingo versus Will Ospreay? Is that what the Probably. goal is? But Osprey got to win the G1. Does he? Shingo can win the G1. You're right. I, I forgot that that is a rule. I don't, but they've never done that. Uh, last time they did it, oh, good God, who was it? Muda? They've had Back a, in they've 2000? Had a, so Muda won the champ, was a champion and won the G1. Yes. And called out his challenger. Who was the challenger? Uh, that's a good question. I, I didn't do, I didn't prep it that much. Okay. <laughs> I was going to. Because I know it's not the only people I could think of at that time what with Masawa, but he's he's all Japan, I, right? Masawa started all Japan 2000, 2001 would have been his transition over to Noah. I don't think the briefcase was invented the last time that the champion won. 
because so the briefcase been... is a fairly new thing. It was just the person that won the grand the G one was kind of given the Wrestle Kingdom spot. It wasn't like a briefcase for a title shot that you had to defend. They didn't quite gotcha. do the money in the bank thing until I think nine or ten years ago. So it's never happened in this incar in incarnation. Is it that say that right? Yeah, that works. Tony got us all fucking up words. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Tony. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, what was Grand it? Last year was slam. the first time somebody lost the damn wrestle, briefcase. Wrestle Grand Slam. There so, it goes. Last year was the first time somebody lost the briefcase, so this year we could see Shingo win and then call out Osprey. Which yeah. that would be huge. New Japan wise, at least, because people love Osprey and Osprey's gonna be crowing for the next three or four months about being the real champion. That would be huge, but one more question for you. And Tony, if you you have a thought on this, do you think a card for the Tokyo Dome, assuming that they're able to have the full amount of tickets sold, do you think that, well, just, okay, well, still, do you think that those two guys at the top of the card being on the marquee that that is the draw for your card will sell out the stadium? I know, okay, all right, and there's no no other sub-questions asked then. Oh, just because Tanahashi's going to be on the card and that they could always play that into part of like a retirement kind of thing because they've been playing, but they've been playing up the fact that he's been main event or semi main for like the last decade or last 12 years. And if it wasn't for what the one year that Jericho challenged him, then he wouldn't have had even a match. So like they, they really try to play that into the, the narrative that, you know, if he's not there, then what is it? Or like if Okada gets dropped down to maybe he starts doing a tag thing with show or something like that. Who knows? But like there, oh, there's ways they can play the this. Correct. The gotcha. So th- okay. there's ways they can play it so that the bigger names are still on there in important, quote unquote, important spots. And Shingo and Osprey, people enjoy both of them. Like Osprey is, has a lot of fan support. And, you know, as stupid as the Western fans may think he is or how against they against him they were before he was kind of absolved of his, you know, stupidity. But we all think he's stupid. He admits to being stupid. I'll give him credit there. Like, he falls on that sword real easy. But we'll see. We'll see. And everybody loves Shingo. <laughs> so, so basically it's Jericho versus Triple H. Sell the show with the other cars and let them main event. Got you. Yeah. Shing- Shingo's the draw. PC Tony's drunk, ladies and gentlemen. No, no. PC Tony's just mad we didn't talk enough about Zack Saber. We only mentioned the Techers for like a half a second. Not He's anywhere near. Not anywhere near drunk. It's, it's it's crazy to think that if if a tag team with Saber and Tai Chi wasn't so good, Saber would probably be a main eventer right now. But I feel like because they're Tai so Chi good, could be a main Y'all keep saying that. I legit thought you were playing Breathe by Prodigy, and I was like, where's my head? I'm just impressed he had that to queue up. That That's kind of nice. 
but uh, I don't know. Tai Chi could be a main eventer. I don't know why you're not sold on Tai Chi. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just, maybe. Okay, maybe. Wow, so much hate. He's thrown off as much as you are by the ZSJ uh, theme there. So, all right. Yeah, um, you threw you threw us off. Well done. Wrap up the topic. Last thoughts here coming up for New Japan's Wrestle Grand Slam. I almost said Grand Slam. I had to stop. <laughs> There's that... two matches. Don't waste six hours. Watch Tanahashi Ibushi and then probably Hiro Moon Eagles. Or if you like car wrecks, Shingo and Evil should be a mess. New Japan, make me care. Yeah. Let me wrestling make me care. What the fuck? Everything's been kind of lame lately. Oh, uh, yeah. That's 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 Andrew speaking. Specifically, New Japan make me care. I mean, shit. Even New Japan doesn't make me happy. Come on, they've got like two good matches every three months. I can get that from Impact. What the fuck? Jason, come save us, Jay. Save us, Jay White. All right, we're gonna take a break. Come back. We have two more topics for your ass. Ray Cash filling in. On a Thursday evening, Pot is War, Andrew Belaz, PC Tunney, Chair Shot, Radio Network. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Gentlemen, where is Adam Cole headed, baby? Yes, yes, Mr. Mr. Ray, dollars, cash. He announced your, it already. With your hand up, a, a good point to you. He, he announced it already. Oh, yeah? What did he say? He's at, he's at the dentist's office. Mm. Okay. Cool. Ah, nice. Cool. Y'all didn't get that, that Dyn- news item? Dynamite drop in, Monty. I mean, that's probably where it is, because that's where the dentist resides, so. No, I don't know if y'all saw, like, all jokes aside, Britt Baker put a video up, like, she tagged all the major quote-unquote news sites saying 
Adam Cole, I know where Adam Cole is, and she like Adam Cole has no cavities. <laughs> but that was, so it's, it, I thought that was cute. Um, I think he should stay in WWE for no other reason that if no disrespect to any other company, but he's not going to Impact, and I doubt he goes to Ring of Honor unless they give him the book like they did Marty. So it's really AEW. <laughs> Or I'm just saying, it's either either AW or main roster. Isn't that isn't that laughable now? <laughs> it, that is, crazy. especially because look what happened. He had the book well, for like five minutes and then got the book thrown at him <laughs> immediately. Uh, but if he goes to AW while they're all his homies and stuff and his girls there, there are so many t- people there right now that he's there's just not enough time. Goes to main roster WWE. I, but Ray begging for Ray, time right now. Ray Ray. If he goes to AEW, he could potentially have a pay-per-view match with QT Marshall. I mean, he probably and would. That would probably be his first match. Isn't that what we all are asking for? Yes. Yes. No. We all, we all need a need a match with QT Marshall or the biggest heat getter in the business, the chairman Sean Spears. Well, that's hey, that's the goal. No, there, there we go. No, no, that that's Adam Cole versus Marco Stunt. Versus Sean Spears oh, versus QT Marshall. Don't hate on Marco Stunt. Come on, that's that's just I that's just low, bro. I'll, uh, I'd punch Marco. Now he's short, but I it's, it's that. not that low. Like it's it's his height. That's just, just punching it's him. My low. That's just normally yeah, but you're like trying to punch below the belt and you're still hitting him in the chest. So I have to. Here's what two. Yeah, but here's what I'm saying is. I've said this before on other podcasts. Well, that's okay. Marco Stunt calling for Andrew Belez. Um, I've said this before on other shows. It's not Adam Cole leaving WWE. It's when's Britt Baker's contract up because she's coming over to get some of that money. Think so? Oh, one hundred. 100%. Adam Cole, Adam Cole will show up on the main roster and probably end up back in NXT by the end of his career in WWE, but he's going to be on the main roster for a while. I, I, Britt Baker, mark my words, she will be in WWE before Adam Cole is somewhere else. I'll, I'll tell you this, and I'll, I want you to call it Andrew real quick, but I'll say that I can see Britt in WWE. It makes a lot of sense, but well, For a company that swears they love their women and th- and only books one woman, she's the one they book. So it's, it might be hard to walk away from that. I don't know though, but you have you have you literally have Glenn Jacobs waiting on a comeback to bring Britt Baker in. That's a deep cut, ladies and gentlemen. Go look that up. Jesus Christ. Go look that up. I'm not even going to give it away for you. Just go mm, look it up. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm not going to say it. That's. Wow. Bye, Tony. I hate you so much. Go, Andrew. <laughs> I mean... I've got that over to... You know what that means when I say that. that. I'm booking salaciously. That's what that means. You know, it's like Costanza. He left the clock behind. Marissa Tomei got all mad. What's in the bag? What do you bring here? Oh, the clock's ringing, blah, blah, blah. You know, Costanza. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't disagree with what Tony said. Like, AEW's got... Too many people and not enough time on their real shows. Like, who gives a shit about Dark and Elevation and all their YouTube crap and the way they book is pretty laughable. It's, you know, WCW 2000. So, Adam Cole will get lost. He's just another 5'10 white guy in a sea of 5'10 white guys. So, like, I don't really see why he would go there. 
when he has a potential to do something more in WWE. Let's Mike, talk, will he? Who knows? He he has a chance though. Let's change the let's change the path of this conversation. Considering we all agree that it, the smartest thing he can do is stay in WWE. Where is Wyndham Rotunda headed? I can tell you where I want him to go. I where it, it looks like he may be going to AW. Where I want him to go is that damn company I hate with every burning fiber in my being, and that's Impact. Yeah, it just makes the most sense for him. Impact. You talk makes, about it. Putting it him together sense. with Sue Young and like James Mitchell would actually. That's be really the good company. For him. That's the company where he can do what he wants, and most importantly, no disrespect to Rich One, no disrespect to Moose. They don't have anybody that anybody outside of like any a mainstream fan can say, "Oh yeah, I care about that guy." Maybe you will care about Moose. Maybe you will care about Swan. Maybe you will care about Eddie Edwards for the fifteenth time. But you will absolutely care about Rundle Rotunda, whatever he's going to be called. That makes sense? Andrew, mm-hmm. let me ask you, Andrew, a question then. Mm-hmm. How would you fit him into New Japan? Easy. Through James Mitchell and Sue Young. Sue Young took over Kimberly. Kimberly's, like, gathering people to, like, sacrifice them or some shit like that. You just have Sue Young and James Mitchell do some kind of ritual, and boom, they summon something. The, the quote-unquote fiend, find find a synonym that works that's not copywritten or trademarked, and then there Friend? we go. Then he's just oh, a mindless beast at first, and then maybe he evolves from there. But it, it's really easy, because remember, Impact is the same company that had the, the Wrestle House, the goofy Big Brother kind of show that was awesome. That was an awesome segment for like a good two or three months where they were just doing fourth wall breaks and, you know, big brother camera looks and dumb gimmicks. And how so hardy. That too. The revolution with James Storm. With Prince? No, that's the good revolution. The bad revolution (laughs) with James Storm and Sonata. Serotonin. Jesus, wow, bit. Serotonin was a good bring back right there with old, old young Kazarian. Old, yeah, young, and Johnny Johnny Divine, right? Johnny Divine and Kazarian and Raven, right? What if... Uh, one more, there was one more Jabron in that, in that and I don't mean Jabron de- like negatively, like he literally beat the fuck out of the memory show. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, because it was also uh, Triple was X was guy. around that time, because that yeah, was, you I, know, Elix Skipper and Christopher Daniels, like that, and... and before Loki got shipped out the company. Yes, yes, yes. And before he changed his name to Senshi for half a second and then went back to yes. Loki. Yeah. Hey, we could talk 2000, early 2000 TNA all day long. I love that shit. But I'm naming all the freaky, all the kind of spooky stuff that Impact has done over its history. It's a long Johnny history. Bravo got murdered for two months. And then he up. was okay. Remember it was, it's, but no, that that's the point. I'm getting yeah. at, and or you could even go with Rosemary's group decay. Like, there's always a way that you could bring Fiend in with them. By the way, I know uh, people popping, going crazy for AEW using like real, like licensed music, but using the Nobodies by Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. for the decay was a fantastic use of real yes. licensed music. You are correct. Fantastic. That was great. So. Sorry, Tony. I know. Yeah, this, uh, this is your, this is your baby. There we go. So we agree. Impact is I, where. Sorry. Wyndham Wyatt should go. And by the way, if he if he wants to go and do a bid in New Japan where he just runs over everybody because you know they love big horses, big horse guys, go get your money, big dog. I'm here. I'm here for that too. Well, that maybe he 
but that's what the, if he helps evil beat Shingo? That was the question I asked you, Andrew. Was how does he relate to fitting into maybe a small stint in New Japan, not Impact? And you came at me to be the Impact thing. I I must have missed the New Japan thing. Remember, I've got connection issues because it's raining and crap. So, but there we go. There we go. So I got it in the end. Dick Togo. He, he eats, eats Dick, Dick Togo, okay, and yeah, then oh. you know he kills Shingo and sure. evil Shingo. I'm the, I'm the last person in the in the world who who thinks that Bullet Club is still relevant. And if if Wyatt joins the Bullet Club, it's dead. It's dead, dead, dead. I'm sorry. There's a no, bullet, no, no. But here, here's the thing: club? he gets evil to win, but then he also attacks evil, so he's his own person. Okay, I'm with that. But like, no, you can't really butt hug blue cheese. You know, the alliteration's nice, but it don't work. Got him. That's the other Got him. Got him. He, yes. wasn't, he wasn't looking yes, for that, that one. That's how they stop Dick Togo. They give him really awkward wings, and he has to butt chug blue cheese I to try butt to chug down salt the water all the time. It, it's a whole Japanese game show. You just you have to turn on channel four seventy two on uh, TV Asahi two thirty in the morning. I'll play it again for people that just listen to the expert. No, I, think really they know. I think they know. I think they know. You play know, the it every nice, show. Don't work. <laughs> you even play it on shows I'm not on. <laughs> I do. I do. It's great. It's my favorite sound bites. That's why I have them. It's a great know. segue. The worst part about both of these sound bites is the fact that you asked me to re-record it because you missed it the first time. Your fault. And I did it anyway. Yeah, that's how yeah. good I am. People don't oh. realize how good I am. I knew what you were doing, and I just agreed to it like an idiot. And that's how good I am. <laughs> PC Tunny, baby. No, all right, whatever. Here, this one. Do you really? If I really want to piss off Platt, I don't even know if I have it in here anymore. There it is. Hey, Platt, you missed tonight. Chair shot. Network. He fucking hates that one. I can see his face right now, yo. I can see him just that vein get the popping on his forehead. Oh, dude, it's good. And his neck like kind of fans out like he's a fucking velociraptor a little bit. (laughs) No, not Christ Platt. What? Go ahead. I was gonna say, what's the last topic, man? Oh, you want to keep going? This you're like. You, you actually fit in real well. By the time we get to the last topic, they're like, hey, what's the last topic? Let's go. Uh, yeah, I got it. I'm ready to go. We'll be right back. Last topic. Chairshot Radio Network. You're listening to Pot is War. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right, I want to piss as many people off as I can tonight, so we're going to label this one State of the WWE Women's Championship just for Greg DeMarco because I know how he loves those conversations the best. (laughs) Oh, man. You're trying to get me to have an angry text message. No, come on, meow. It's all fun and games until it's just fun and I'm playing games. So here's what we do. 
Charlotte and Nia had a match, and I thought it was a really good match. We talked about this pre-show. I thought Bra had four really good matches, one great match. Like, if you didn't check out Sheamus, um, Drew McIntyre, and, and Damian Priest for the U.S. title, you're missing out. It's what wrestling is about. You can't deny that those three guys work hard and they have pretty good personalities going on right now. So Raw was better than usual. While this happened, Nia Jax did actually defeat Charlotte Flair in a it, it seemed like it was a contenders match. So I'm thinking the next pay-per-view extreme rules here we're going to have a Charlotte versus Nia championship match. Now, during the match, there was some pretty stiff action. In fact, there was a few times where there was some words exchanged. I'm not sure Ray, you saw the match, correct? Yes, sir. And Andrew, you did not yet, but Ray, would you agree with me that some of this looked like it may have been the two of them going at each other, but at the same time, it's really hard to tell. It looked like it. Um, but again, the beauty of... Let me let... Oh, sorry. One last thing. To me, regardless of what happened, it made me look at Naya like she stepped up to another gear. Yeah, absolutely. The beauty of wrestling is supposed to feign a fight and make you think it's real. So... The fact that everybody's talking about was this real means they did their job better than most. Also, Naya is a very shrewd business person. I think that we don't give her credit for because so many people hate her. But she understands that so many people hate her. And she understands that people call her the botch machine. So she does quite often moves that look like they're being botched, but they're really not. So, and granted, some of them may be legit botches, but like the one where she dropped. Was it Charlotte Aria where she dropped her like a like a back body suplex, back body drop, but instead of going down with, she just dropped her on the back of her neck. That was as safe as all get around, but because it looked bad and because it's Naya, we all jumped to oh, it was a botch. But um, I want to do the, I want to go to this real quick. Um, I want to shout out to homie Shug D, formerly known as Pineapple Pete, um, from AW, which is a hilarious name. But yeah, Shug D. He, he had a, a good thread that I completely agree with, and he said it way more eloquently than I could have said it. But it's, it's hilarious to me that we have these conversations every time women have a very stiff match inside and w- within the pretenses of a regular match where everybody starts crying that, oh, well, Naya's being too harsh or someone's being too real. Or, but when the men do, we don't care. Like, the women can be as stiff as they want. We just watched the most stiff match we'll, we'll see all year. Last week, wrestling Ragnarok with Walter versus Ilya Dragunov, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you watch Charlotte versus Sasha, not Sasha, Charlotte versus Nia, yes, they got super stiff. Some of those blows looked all together real. It looked like Charlotte was punched her in the face. It looked like Nia was punching her in the face. They had scratches on their face. It looked like they really went at it. You know what? That's 99% of all the other men's matches. Go watch the Damian Priest, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus match. They was hitting each other with potatoes too. So I, I hate that we only have this conversation when it's Nia or someone in the women's division we don't like. Because that really tells on ourselves as a collective. Because, like Tony said, if you look at the match in totality, it was really good. Yes, there's going to be some match, some moves that are very awkward with Nia because she's so much bigger than everybody else. But by and large, it was a really fun match that was made better because of the physicality. You know, you make a great point there, Ray. And 
I, I can actually come up with an example to support what you said, that people kind of apply a false narrative just to people they don't like. On Empower, one of the semifinal tag matches was Renee Michelle, which is mm-hmm. Drake Maverick's beautiful wife. Her oh, tag God, member, so Sahara Seven. She is. I'm not disagreeing. Her tag team partner, Sahara Seven, she's nice too. Like, I don't oh. know if you looked her up or two, but Sahara Seven's nice. And they had their match against um, Allison Kay and Marty Bell. And there was a lot of stiffness in that match too. So much that some of the kickoffs were awkward. Like they were jagged, like they didn't want to go with the with the move and came back. And Renee Michelle was bitching in the corner at some point because, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Marty and Marty and Allison did the uh, the old repetitive boots, just tagging in and out. And Renee was barking at him and barking over at Sahara to get the hell in and fucking break it up. So that whole thing boiled down to like a wonderfully like I don't even know kind of interesting. It looked it looked shooty, even though I doubt it was. But it it had that essence of realism that brought a whole different perspective to the match. And that was, I think that was the second match on the card. So following up a garbage match with that was just kind of cool. But I'm pretty sure you didn't hear shit about it. Not only because it was on Empower and Empower didn't exactly have the most hype or the, the best visibility. But people like Drake Maverick's wife because she's attractive. And people like Allison Kay because of her time in TNA and Impact, and she's she's got enough cachet with the the fans to people don't really shit on her. And Marty Bell's been around, but nobody really dislikes her. And Sahara Seven, not a lot of people know about her, but she's with Drake Maverick's wife, so eh, no no you know no bad blood there. But that match looked real as shit when it comes down to a lot of the transitions, and. You don't see people screaming about, you know, Allison Kay and Marty Bell are dangerous or Renee Michelle can't work or anything like that. So it's it's funny just what you said about how the perspective of the IWC changes how stiff or possibly botched moves are really interpreted from the the audience. And I and I understand here in the Western world, because I, I want to give all the respect to the, the world of Joshis who have been doing this for as long as wrestling's been around, right? But Are you going to bring in, up 90s Joshis who used to kill each other? No, I mean, but you <laughs> could. But, but, I mean, in the Western world here, in Amer- like on, on this side of the world, we've only been gotten used to legitimate good women's wrestling for the past five, ten years, right? You can maybe yeah. extend it to a, a, a subset of companies like Impact if you go 15 or 20. But by and large... It's blown up in the past 10 years. It's past less five. than 15, because I think, what, Bound for Glory, what, 07 or 08 was the first was when Gail Kim won the first knockouts. It wasn't okay. right away. So it was it, a while, it's, yeah. still, it's still fairly new. You're right. I, I'd give the decade a good number right there. And by the way, to mention, it's crazy that TNA did that with literally three women. I guess you could say Hamato, but, like, it was really Taryn, <laughs> Gail, and Kong. No, 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 not, not Taryn, Taylor. Taylor Wilde. Oh, well, I was mentioning Taryn Terrell, who had those great matches with, with uh, Taryn Gale, was a little right. later. Taylor, Taylor right. and Taylor Kong was, and Gail right. were huge in the beginning, the beginning. when yeah, when yeah. Kong had Raisha Saeed as her uh, manager, who was actually cheerleader Melissa. Yep. Who can who can go to. But oh, the yeah, reason I... Mm, go, go. No, no, yeah, you're right. Cheerleader Melissa. Oh, I was just going to say she was also Mariposa on Lucha Underground, I think. She loves doing cosplay, apparently. 
looks I think like. She just loves the- reinventing herself because she's really good at that, and she's not yeah. a bad wrestler. So not at all. But the only reason I bring that up is be bring up like how little we have really been around it is because you still see ourselves as a collective fan base having some of that errant sexism in certain things that we don't think of. And I think this, this is one of them. If the women have as, as stiff matches of men as the men do, who gives a fuck? But we point it out every time because, well, we didn't see it 30 years ago or whatnot. It's Just say it's a good match like Tony did and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with all that, though, because if you're... Let's just say we'll we'll use the word enlightened, okay? Let's just say you're enlightened and you're not you're not prejudiced against women's matches and things of that nature, right? There was definitely something different that happened during that match between the two of them. I'd like to personally think that it was kind of agreed upon. We're going to work stiffer here and we're going to sell it because you can't tell me that Charlotte and Nia don't have at least some kind of working relationship. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. I think this was agreed upon that we're working stiff and we're going to sell it when it happens. Honestly. You're probably right. Like, I, I haven't seen the match yet, so I'll be able to tell when I watch it a little later in the week. But I'm assuming it probably wasn't much stiffer than, like, Akira Hokuto versus Bull Nakano or a Minami Toyota match from the early 90s or anything like that. Like Nothing like Toyota. Nothing like, like that. They used to just drop people on necks and just, like, literally beat the shit this out was of people. More, so, this, like, was more hand to, this was more the hand-to-face combat. No, but that, you, you know I, what I mean. Right, like, I, if you want dangerous yeah, or stiff strikes, no, no, like... No, 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 for sure. Yeah, that this is probably just more rough than people were... I get it. Used to or anticipating. Yeah. And it involved Naya, and she's a heat magnet, which is why I think they chose to do that, because I completely agree with you, Tony. I think that they said, let's go out here, and and if you've watched Charlotte's career, especially since she's really found herself she's tough. as a wrestler, she likes being like violent and, and, and physical. She enjoys that. That aspect of, of the game. She excels in the uncomfortability that is presented to the audience. Let's put it there. And yes. there's not many yes. that do in that category. So, look, just just quick question then. Do you think this was just done to try to babyface Charlotte? No, because I think this is done to get Nia over. There's a lot of people over. that don't like Charlotte. No, no, no. And this everybody is... hates Nia, like you were saying, she's a heat magnet. Mm-hmm. This is to get Nia over. I think Nia's going to win. I think Charlotte is having another transitional championship. I think DP has said it right all along. And DP, in in the years that we've done this and the predictions that we've done and the things that he knows about to to an extent uh, to the fullest he can know about, he's usually right. And he said that don't believe in John Cena. Believe that Charlotte Flair is breaking that record much sooner than you anticipate, and they're on that road. And that's why she just won the belt. She can drop it again. She could head over to SmackDown and she can feud with Becky Lynch and win that belt and go back and forth. I think before we know it, Charlotte's going to be the one that's a 17-time champion. And and one more quick thing. I know that they kind of changed a lot of notes they had from last week. But let's not forget that trying to find a babyface in this situation between Charlotte and Nia, Alexa did just come out and and like confront Charlotte for a quick minute. 1993. By the way, I 
Alexa don't agree with your shit, Ray. So you just sit there and be Alexa quiet. Alexa just came out and Alexa she's just, just like, said, just so you know, Ray. Yeah. Just so you know, Ray, you're full of shit, Alexa said. I might have to ban you for the rest of the show. Uh, show's over. No. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> That's a good answer. Show is over now. Gentlemen, last wrestling thoughts. Overall, great show today. Before we close it out here, Pot is War on Chairshot Radio Network, September 1st. You're listening September 2nd. Ray, go ahead. Hey, man. Um, definitely try to check out some of the wrestling this weekend. There'll be definitely there, there'll be definitely some interesting stuff going on. Whether you, I'm a big believer in purchasing for things, but by all means, do what you do. Um, but nonetheless, it, it is going to be something. We're going there's going to be something inevitably between All Out and Wrestle Grand Slam that I can say coherently that we'll be talking about next week. Nonetheless, in the meantime, between the hours of 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. On April 1st, so you know that means don't don't follow me. You can follow me, me on Twitter at I can't think of anybody funny. It's Ray Cash. <laughs> R-O-I's Mysterio, C-A-S-H-S and dollars. I can't think of somebody funny. Andrew, go ahead. Last wrestling thought and uh throw it out there. Good God, I hope Wrestle Grand Slam doesn't suck. Like looking at the cards, it's underwhelming. They're both one show, one match cards, and I just New Japan needs to figure it out. Thank God they've got the G1 coming up because they they need something to spark interest and creativity. Because whatever the hell it's been during this pandemic, ain't it, ain't it, Chief? I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. So you find me on the Twitter at IWC War Chief, and you can also catch, you know, New Japan reviews and even album reviews on the Chair Shot. I saw that Taylor Swift. That was very no. It was Billie Eilish. It wasn't Taylor Swift. Duh, duh, bad guy. Bad guy. Have you noticed noticed how big Billie Eilish is? (laughs) (laughs) I like that, Ray. You go into a tunnel. Popularity-wise, yes, yes. Ray just went into a tunnel. We lost him. All right, well, you can find me at PC Tony, Twitter, and Facebook. Please continue to listen to everything Chairshot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. Pick up a Chairshot t-shirt. Gentlemen, I, I enjoyed the discussion this evening. And uh, at the same time, it felt a lot like war. So until next week, for Andrew Snowflake Balls Blaz, Ray Dollars as in cash, our brother Christopher Platt, Myself, PC Tunny, remember to always use your head.
Pac and Andre Andrade has been uh, ixnade because of COVID, Ray? Because of they say travel issues, so that will that will be postponed until a future rampage. So because of that, instead of being on the buy-in, the women's casino battle royal is now on the main card. So the one match I cared about is off the card. Well, I guess the only thing I can say to you is... Hate it. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.